Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Sports Radio 960 WSBT. I'm Darren Pritchett with this sports update. The 58th Super Bowl is Sunday in Las Vegas as the Kansas City Chiefs take on the San Francisco 49ers. You can hear the contest on Sports Radio 960 WSBT with pregame coverage beginning at 2 p.m., the opening kickoff at 6.30. Notre Dame has two players in the big game, linebacker Drew Tranquil for Kansas City and San Francisco offensive guard Aaron Banks. The Concord Minutemen can claim at least a share of the NLC Boys basketball crown with a win at Northridge tonight. Mishawaka can do the same by winning their last two conference games, including tonight's tilt at Northwood. Here are the Cavemen and Panthers on our sister station, 96 won the ton at 7.30. Also, Goshen travels to Wallasey, Warsaw hosting Plymouth. The NIC schedule has Marion traveling to St. Joe, John Glenn at Jimtown, Adams hosts New Prairie, Penn visits Washington, Clay at Elkhart, and Riley travels to Bremen. Notre Dame basketball will look to halt a seven-game losing streak when they host Virginia Tech tomorrow night at 6 o'clock on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. The Hokies are 13-9 overall, but have just one win away from home this year. Big Ten basketball tomorrow at Mackey Arena. Second-ranked Purdue takes on Indiana. Purdue won the first meeting in Bloomington 87-66. Notre Dame women's basketball is at Florida State Sunday at noon on our sister station, Live 99.9. Notre Dame hockey begins a two-game road series against the fourth-ranked team in the country, the Wisconsin Badgers, tonight at 8 o'clock Eastern time. You can hear the game on our sister station, Quality Rock 94.3 FM. Saturday's game will start at 7 p.m. Eastern time. The Irish are 0-2 against the Badgers so far this year, losing at home by scores of 2-1 and 7-4. NHL at 8.30, the Chicago Blackhawks face the New York Rangers at the United Center. I'm Darren Pritchett with this sports update. For over a century, Midland Engineering has invested in roofing solutions for thousands of Michiana businesses with the latest technology and quality installation. At Midland, they take as much pride in their service as they do new projects. From untimely leaks to major repairs, you can count on the dedicated service professionals at Midland Engineering. Their commitment to service starts when you make the very first phone call. They have a real person answer the phone 24-7. Learn more about the Midland difference at MidlandEngineering.com. Our patient's most common regret statement? I just wish I would have done this sooner. Find out more at adventnose.com because breathing well will help you live better. If you have breathing triangle issues like compromised nasal breathing and sleep, snoring, or even sleep apnea issues, a call to Advent makes sense because breathing well will help you live better. Advent 
Beyond the Cave, a program initiated in 2010 by the Mishawaka Education Foundation, provides MHS students and their parents the opportunity to learn what it takes to apply for college. Beyond the Cave assists them from the application process to what financial aid and scholarships are available or other career alternatives the student can consider. The class of 2023 earned approximately $1.2 million in scholarship dollars. Have a better understanding of a pathway moving forward. Visit Beyond the Cave mhs.com pet lovers mark your calendar for saturday night march 16th pet refuges annual gala and auction playing for keeps will be held at the hilton garden inns gillespie center in south bend this is pet refuges largest fundraiser of the year come join the fun playing for keeps saturday march 16th another way you can support pet refuge is to become a volunteer if you're 18 or older you can be a foster home assist during adoption events or you can help at the shelter for details visit petrefuge.com Wakarusa Ag, your full-service equipment dealer with expertise in agricultural, construction, and residential equipment, is excited to announce their new location. A new updated facility, bigger and better, now carrying grasshopper and steel, along with bad boy lawnmowers and echo products for your lawn and garden needs. And for your ag needs, they now carry J&M along with Deutzfar and TYM. Wakarusa Ag has the largest selection of TRM feed mixers in the tri-state area. Wakarusa Ag and Wakarusa Rental Services in their new location on Nelson's Parkway and State Road 19 in Wakarusa or online at wakarusaag.com. Stunning sights, more clicks, web design from WebSticks. When you talk to the team at WebSticks, it's a sign of a new beginning for your company's website. A fresh start. No more broken links. No more old information. The end of dated pictures. Or maybe you need a fresh start because the person or business who most recently worked on your site vanished into thin air. Just tap WebSticks. Doesn't matter if you need an entirely new website or have just a few things to fix. Just tap WebSticks. They've been in business since 2001. WebSticks has completed over 1,000 website projects and over 20,000 maintenance tasks and now they're ready to help you give your website a fresh start call 574-247-4364 or visit moreclickstoday.com stunning sites more clicks web design from web sticks it is time for Cavino and Rich. Steve Cavino. Yeah. Rich Davis. Perfect. This is Cavino and Rich. The NFL is drooling over Travis hoisting Lombardi in the air, confetti flying everywhere, kissing Taylor Swift. Hell, I'll make it one step further. He's going to propose on the field, LOL. NFL's going to be swimming in the cash like Scrooge McDuck if this happens. Cavino and Rich. Weeknights at 7. Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Imagine being fired because of who you love. Imagine being denied medical treatment because of who you marry. Imagine being evicted because of who you are. Millions of Americans don't have to imagine this. They have to live it. Because in 31 states, it's legal to discriminate against LGBT people. Get the facts at beyondido.org. Brought to you by the Gill Foundation and the Ad Council. Live from our WSBT Radio studios in downtown South Bend. Let's go! Come on! Ah! Welcome to Budweiser's weekday sports beat. Wow, don't blink. A lot of major intestinal fortitude going on here. On your home for Notre Dame football. Knocked down by Wooden. The game is over. The Irish has upset Florida State. Notre Dame is number one. 
and Notre Dame basketball. Number one ranked UCLA Bruins have been upset by the Irish of Notre Dame. Enrique Ogunbowale wins the national championship for Notre Dame. Plus fighting Irish hockey. They score! Jake Evans scores! Notre Dame. 3.7 seconds away from a spot in the national championship game. The NFL and Major League Baseball. Oh my gracious, how about that? Sports Radio 960 WSBT, WSBTradio.com, the free WSBT radio app. Big time budgets. Now here's your host, seven-time Associated Press Broadcasting Award winner, Darren Pritchett. And I'm joined by a Hall of Fame writer, and I'm sure soon a Hall of Fame broadcaster, Eric Hansen, the publisher <laughs> and editor at InsideIndieSports.com. Eric, back in our WSBT studios in downtown South Bend. I am coming to you from the second level of the Kohl Center at Bob Johnson Rink in Madison, Wisconsin, just a couple of blocks away from the state capitol. And tonight we've got Fighting Irish Hockey as they take on the number four team in the land, the Wisconsin Badgers. That game can be heard on our sister station, Quality Rock 94.3 FM. If you're outside the South Bend area, just find your favorite Fighting Irish social media account. They should have a link to the broadcast for sure at FightingIrish.com. Go to the hockey page and the schedule. Go all the way down. Click on radio next to this game. And you'll be able to listen to Big Ten Conference Hockey tonight. Well, coming up in our two hours of Budweiser's weekday sports beat for this Friday, we'll talk about Notre Dame beating out Wisconsin for a very important football recruit. We'll get into spring practice for Notre Dame football. And who are a couple of players that we need to watch out for because they are Going to be multitasking at multiple positions this spring. We'll sneak in a little basketball talk. We've got Eric's chat recap. He met Irish fans Wednesday at InsideIndieSports.com, answered all sorts of questions. We've grabbed a few. We'll talk about those coming up in a little bit. We've got our sports beat, InsideIndieSports.com, Twitter question of the day, Notre Dame football week in review. I've got a Notre Dame hockey preview of this series against Wisconsin. And also our sports wagering segment, we going to Sizzler, a six-pack of picks to end the program, including five in Super Bowl 58, which you can hear on WSBT Radio Sunday. Pre-game at 2, kickoff at 6.30. Drew Tranquil of the Irish plays for Kansas City. Aaron Banks of the Irish will play for San Francisco. So someone with a Notre Dame background is going to have a beautiful Super Bowl ring in just a couple of months in their possession. Eric, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Darren? I'm good. I figured you're going to be a an award-winning broadcaster soon because tonight here at the Cole Center, it's Western night, so I figure you could bring out your Western accent, do the whole show in that capacity. I think that would draw a lot of interest and a lot of awards. What does a Western accent sound like? John Wayne, right? You just got to have a little drawl. Like oh. you're singing a country song. You're at the bar. Your dog ran away. Your girlfriend broke up with you. Just there's your inspiration. Or your girlfriend <laughs> ran away and your dog broke up with you. Yeah. 
that, you know, that might be a country hit because I don't think we've gone that direction yet. We, we've gone the other way with that storyline many, many times. But I'll take that into consideration. Maybe I can write that for you on the bus back to South Bend late Saturday night. Hey, Eric, let's start things off by talking about Notre Dame football getting a very important offensive line recruit since we were on the air on Wednesday. We were off yesterday due to my travel to Madison. Maybe I shouldn't say this very loudly because a Wisconsin kid, a very good Wisconsin kid, and Owen Strebig picked the Fighting Irish over Wisconsin and a couple of other squads. Put it into perspective, the importance of this pickup for Joe Rudolph, Marcus Freeman, and the Fighting Irish. (laughs) Really, I mean, everybody talks about how big Owen is physically and certainly figuratively in the recruiting world he is as well. He's six foot eight, two ninety five right now. Oof. And he's a guy that has rocketed up the rivals rankings. He's sitting at number sixty six overall right now, the number one player in Wisconsin for any position, the number six offensive tackle in the country. Wow. And I don't think he's done ascending. I think as he gets into this season, you will see him rise. This is a possible five-star player. Um, Just incredible athleticism and incredible size. And um, this is a big pickup for Joe Rudolph because I think there were questions on okay Harry he stand kind of greased the skids for him with you know the players in his last sure. class I mean he had to close but Garby Lambert was a Harry he stand guy that you know Joe took over but I mean Owen Strebig is Joe Rudolph start to finish and Notre Dame is doing very, very well with offensive linemen in this cycle. They've gotten two commitments so far. I think they got the inside track on Matty Augustine, which would give them three offensive tackles in this class. I just think things are really looking up. Kids are excited about playing in a Mike Denbrock offense. I think that helps. So a lot of momentum here, but this is a kid – you know, I, I would say probably <laughs> this is going to be n- compares to Joe Alt as a college player, not Joe mm. Alt, the high school player. Um, Joe Alt, the high school player, was a three-star prospect who was a high school tight end for most of his high school career. Owen Strebig is kind of Joe Alt a little bit farther down the line, maybe as a college freshman wow and I'm not saying he's going to be a unanimous all-american but that's in the possibilities of where his career could go he's that talented so when you go to the saloon don't mess with Owen Strebig well yeah if you (laughs) if you shout out if you need extra protection in the press box tonight I would get him on speed dial and have him come over and help you all right, very good. So Owen Strebig picks the Fighting Irish, another massive pickup for Marcus Freeman and the Fighting Irish, and you can read more about it at Eric's website, InsideIndieSports.com. Eric, a couple of interesting notes today it became official, what has been rumored for a while, Bill O'Brien. He didn't stay at Ohio State very long as offensive coordinator. He is becoming the head coach at Boston College, so he was the Patriots offensive coordinator. 
and now he's the head coach at Boston College, which means Al Washington is staying as Notre Dame's defensive line coach. From some of the things I've read, Eric, it kind of came down to O'Brien and Washington. O'Brien has the track record, of course, as a head coach, and this would have been Al's first opportunity. A BC guy probably put him in position to get the job, but isn't it interesting, a year ago, had Al Washington been up for a head coaching job, Notre Dame fans would be like, eh, okay, whatever. But now after what he did last year in helping Baptiste get from Ohio State to Notre Dame, developing him, recruiting very well, now he's a guy that you definitely want to keep on staff. He is, um, both in his development and he's he's gotten off to a really good start in the 2025 class in his recruiting at his position group. Uh, So... Yeah, the arrows pointing up with Al Washington. And you're, you're right. I mean, had had he not been a Boston College grad, I don't think he's in that mix at all. Sure. And and when I was asked about him in the chat Wednesday, I felt like they were going to hire Bill O'Brien. I thought if that falls apart, then maybe Al Washington gets this. Um, but I just they really wanted a head coach with head coaching experience. And Al didn't have coordinator experience, and I just felt like, boy, that's maybe maybe he needs to be that coordinator first, and then a head coach, and and that might be a better progression or a more natural progression for him. But having the background at BC, being able to sell the school, and having that background, you know, certainly helps. So, but man, then then there yes. the coaching carousel <laughs> starts to spin again because of Chip Kelly. How about this? Chip Kelly is leaving his head coaching position at UCLA to become the offensive coordinator at Ohio State. And now that is going from one conference team to another. That's Big Ten head coach to become Big Ten offensive coordinator. That is not something you see every day. But I think it might be something Chip Kelly would just rather sit around and draw plays and and call offensive plays than dealing with all the NIL and all that stuff. I mean, recruiting at UCLA is a little different than recruiting at Oregon. It is, and I don't know that he had great backing at UCLA in terms of job security. I I can remember when it was rumored that he was going to be out at the end of this season at UCLA, and then he ended up kind of hanging on, and I think – you know, maybe preemptively said, well, let me, maybe I can rebuild my reputation quicker as Ohio State's offensive coordinator than I can as UCLA's head coach. And uh, you feel bad for the kids that transferred there and that signed there because, yeah, Rico Flores Jr. There's a couple other Notre Dame kids that ended up at UCLA and uh, Ramon Henderson is one of them. That's right. It's... uh, an offensive lineman too, I think. Yeah, I I, trying to think I will look at our transfer tracker because we have that <laughs> on our site. Yeah, there are so many transfers you kind of lose track. So we oh, had oh, Ramon Henderson, tackle. Rico Flores, and Michael Carmody. Carmody, that's who it was. Yep, yep. Interesting. So the transfer portal opens up for thirty days with Chip Kelly's departure. So a guy like Rico Flores Jr. could possibly go somewhere else but it's a little more complicated with spring semester starting yeah. we'll get into that but a, a unique situation chip kelly stays in the big 10 but he leaves head coach of ucla to become the offensive coordinator at ohio state as ryan day is giving up play calling duties in 2024 
All right, we've got a couple of topics to get to to kick off the program beside kind of that breaking news. Let's go with this, Eric. The first topic is this. Who are the two players on offense and on defense for Notre Dame that's going to participate at multiple positions this spring that we truly need to keep an eye on? I don't know that we're going to have a lot of those on offense. I mean, the running backs will be trained to be receivers, but as running backs, you know, as a running back position, right? you're going to have not a lot of cross-training be- be- between the wide receiver positions. I mean, maybe that happens more in fall camp once you see how Deion Colsey's going to play once Bo Collins gets here in the summer. You, you've kind of stacked at the uh, boundary receiver position, but I think they want to see what the um, the field receiver guys can do. You know, Cam Williams and Chris Mitchell and those guys. It seems like you're pretty set with who your slot receivers are. I really think it's going to come down to the offensive linemen maybe having cross-training a couple. Like Anthony Knapp, a freshman, he's training at tackle and center, yeah. uh, for example. But, um, you know, I think if – if it were be, to become apparent early that Emil Wagner or Charles Jagazo wasn't going to win one of the two tackle positions, you could see them jumping in the guard uh, and tr- cross-training at both. You could see Pat Coogan training at a couple positions, guard and center. And, and they may do that with some more people, I think. Um, maybe more people lower on the depth chart will will cross train maybe somebody like Ty Chan um, guard and and tackle right now because right. he's trying to find a path toward the top of the depth chart and again Notre Dame doesn't have a lot of tackles but the tackles they have are these phenom kind of guys and so there's not a clear path for Ty Chan necessarily at tackle when you're bringing in guys like Owen Strebig behind him and Gary Lambert and then you have you know the group that you have on campus Charles Jagaza being a true freshman going into his sophomore year and Emil Wagner being a sophomore going into his junior year and having red shirt status yeah. it just there's not a real clear path for him so those would be the ones on offense so not not a lot of guys on offense that we have to pay attention to what about defensively I'm thinking more that young linebacking core yeah there could be some moving parts there well, Kaiser, Jack Kaiser is probably going to move around. I think he's going to be a guy that does not come off the field. I think and it's we'll have to see how it plays out in spring practice, but I think what they'll start with is Jack Kaiser starting at Rover, Jalen Sneed being the will linebacker, the weak side linebacker, and then either Drake Bowen or KVA being the middle linebacker. And then when they go to nickel – somebody has got to come off the field, either the middle linebacker or the weak side linebacker, and Kaiser stays. So Kaiser's going to take one of those spots when they go to nickel as the way that I see it playing out right now. And so, yeah, they're going to train at different spots. I think uh, Kahana Ukiya, we had a chance Mm -hmm. to talk to him today. Now, he was a viper when he was here as a freshman. He told us today he's a linebacker. He's, hmm. he's been told he's going to play linebacker, and he's happy about that. Um, and so 6'2", 219, 
he will train inside and out. They want to see where the best fit is with him. But, yeah, a lot of the linebackers, and I think, you know, Jordan Clark, I mean, yeah, Jordan Clark is going to train at safety and nickel. I think you will see Rod Hurd the second when he comes in. He will primarily be a safety, but he'll train at nickel. Now, he won't be here in the spring participating. He'll be in here in the spring watching as he finishes his Northwestern right. degree and so forth. So, you know, the portal has made the versatility a little bit less important. I think the two guys, I hope that they're not cross-training. I, th- I hope the two guys that find a home one way or the other are, are Tyson Ford and Brennan Vern, and I hope they're either inside or outside. Now, somebody like Jason Anye can play both of the interior positions. Donovan Heinish, both mm-hmm. of the interior positions. So, yeah, but that's kind of a subtle difference. That's not what we've seen sometimes with, like, Junior Tuahalamaka when he was cross-training at middle linebacker and Viper. That's quite a difference. Mm. All right, those are some players to watch as spring practice will get started in just a couple of weeks at the University of Notre Dame. Our second of three opening topics, we go back to the Duke-Notre Dame game Wednesday down at Cameron Indoor Stadium in Durham, North Carolina, game two of a two-game conference series. Duke won the first one at Purcell Pavilion, 67-59. Neither team shot the ball well in that game. This time around in Durham, Duke ended up beating the Fighting Irish 71-53. Really, Eric, I think as we eventually, later on in this segment, will focus on the Notre Dame women losing to Louisville, They both teams have kind of a similar issue. There just isn't enough productivity down amongst the bigs, in particular with the Irish men's basketball team. It is tough to score points around the rim. I think it's more maybe defensively for the Notre Dame women. I'll let you talk about that in a couple of moments. But there just isn't enough Right now, offense coming from the bigs. If, if Marcus Burton doesn't create or Braden Shrewsbury knocks down a three, there's really nothing else you can hang your hat on with this Irish team. And, and taking on Duke on the road, I mean, you're going to have to shoot it really, really well. And they just did not shoot it well enough in that particular game. But as we continue to see Mike build this program up, they're going to have to find some guys that can score around the rim because you need those easy points. And it just feels like, for Notre Dame men's basketball right now, it's just very difficult for them to score in the paint. And I think Marcus Burton's doing a better job of hitting those mid-range. You know, he's he's listed at 5'11". He might be 5'8", 5'9". But in high school, you can get to the rim so easily. And, yeah, I think he's starting to see it's tough, and he knew this. It's tough to get to the rim against those taller guys. And now he's pulling up and hitting those little 10, 12, 15-footers. So I like how he's evolving, but... Boy, oh boy, Eric, it's awfully hard to have the weight of the offense on your shoulders every night, in particular when you're a freshman trying to figure out the game by yourself. Yeah, it is. And when you look at them coming off the bus, as as in terms of their bigs, Keba Jai is really the only guy that looks like, you know, a college player. I think these guys will grow into their bodies. Kerry Booth, I think, is going to be a really good college player, but he's not there now. He doesn't have the strength. Tay Davis was a a guy that was a guard in a lot of his high school career and then grew very late. So he's 
still kind of getting stronger. I think a year from now, there will be fewer issues because it seemed like in the non-conference season when you were playing uh, not as athletic big bodies and not as strong big bodies, it was easier for those bigs to have a good night here or there. But in the ACC, you know, everybody's got big athletic guys and they're just stronger. They're men and they're playing young guys. And it's it's interesting, I you know, people seem very disappointed with the way the season is going. And I yeah, I was thinking, well, what did you expect, you know, this yeah. year um, with so many young players on the team? Uh, you know, they weren't plugging in, you know, old transfers. They were, you know, the transfers they were getting were largely young guys that were at Penn State. So, uh, but I know they had the big promo about, you can win a national championship at Notre Dame. I just think that was a mistake. Let's talk about a new era rather than going to the Final yeah. Four and hanging a banner. Let's I, let's I, just talk about a new era of Notre Dame basketball. Yeah, I do like the identity of this team, and I, and I realize their defense is eroding as they go, go through the season, but the fact that they still are a team that emphasizes defense and plays good defense. But yeah. in just watching them, again – they share the ball. They move it when they play teams that they can be on a par with physically. And when teams can get physical with them, they aren't able to do that. And they kind of weld against that strength. So, well, Losing streak is now seven, and they're going to host Virginia Tech coming up tomorrow night at 6 o'clock here on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. I, the Irish women, Eric, last night fell to Louisville 73-66 in a top <clears throat> 15 matchup. I don't know if the final score was indicative how Louisville took control of the game in the second half, building a double-digit lead. They missed some free throws down the stretch, and Notre Dame scored late to kind of close in and ended up losing by seven. And I got to turn the game on in the third quarter, and at that point, Eric, Hannah Hidalgo had eight points. She was three of 12 shooting from the field. Well, she finished with 30 and went 12 of 25 from the field. So she was 9 of 13 after I turned the game on in my hotel room. I know, again, just kind of like Marcus Burton, she can't do it herself. She needs a little more help. And last night was one of those nights where you look at some of the numbers, they're just – wasn't enough productivity across the board, and I thought post-defense was a major problem last night. How did you see the game? Yeah, so there's been some common themes in the games that they've lost. Um, and I felt like right from the beginning, and, and Neil, I asked Neil Ivy about this in the press conference, and and she acknowledged it. You know, she's I don't know if it was – too big a game, but we start off. Well, they were down 13 to two very quickly. They missed their first eight shots from the field. They had three turnovers, and then it was a fight all the way back. They never led in that game, and the only time it was tied was two to yeah. two. But it was 13 to two. She called a timeout, and they kept clawing back, then falling a little bit behind, clawing and falling a little bit behind. They couldn't get over the hump. Maddie Westfell's foul trouble was a problem for them, but even when she was in. She wasn't really herself uh, three for 11 from the field. They were two of 18 from three-point range. But in every game, uh, well, they've had four games where they've had 12 assists or less. They had 11 in this game. 
they lost all four of them. When there's no rhythm to their offense, it's it's really a struggle, and it becomes Hannah Hidalgo taking on people one-on-one, right. on one, and that can only go so far. I actually didn't think Kylie Watson played bad at all. You know, they had two big inside players on their team, Olivia Cochran and Nina – I'm not Nina Richards. It was um, Nyla Harris – and Olivia Cochran is normally a very productive player, and she didn't really do anything. But Nyla Harris really hurt them. And they had trouble defending her both in the zone and both mm-hmm. man-to-man. She was 9 of 11 from the field, gave up a lot of offensive rebounds. It's kind of a familiar thought. And they need Maddie Westfeld and Sonia Citron to be absolutely on top of their game every game. They need to be on a par with... Hannah and neither of them were um and you you wonder with Sonia Citron if there are games where the knee just doesn't feel right you know she's still wearing that sleeve slash brace on her leg that runs from the ankle up to the top of her thigh it looks like you know it could apply for statehood it's so big and um (laughs) she you know she looked a step slow here and there she is an elite player and it just seemed off and Anna DeWolf I think against certain teams she is outmatched athletically and I think that was a game they needed KK Bransford to give them a little bit more production you know Nat Marshall she's getting used to having a bigger role in some games she she steps up and into that role in some games she's the Nat Marshall that doesn't play a lot and and so so what's to become of this team? I mean, they're going to define themselves in the next seven games. I really felt like going into this eight-game stretch, they needed to split the Louisville games at a minimum. They need to split Virginia Tech and NC State, and Virginia Tech upset number 3 NC State last night. And then they need to win all the rest of them. They need to beat Florida State, Duke on the road. They need to beat uh, Clemson, they need to beat Boston College. They need to win those other games. If they go six and two, they will be in a pretty good spot. But I, you know, I, I was talking to Sean Styers, who did the play by play a little bit today over at the football interviews, and and you start to wonder if this is the bridge year to something special. That this is all they're going to be is this right. intermittently good team on certain nights where they can take out a Connecticut, but they can lose to somebody that's a little bit worse than them. You know, Louisville, Syracuse, they're all kind of in that pool. And Notre Dame should be a better team than them. And maybe with Cass Prosper, they would be. Or maybe with had Olivia Miles decided to play, they would have been that. But they, it still doesn't get to the heart of the matter of them not being good enough in their front court. That's still a problem. Now, that is addressed for next year. They have right. the best high school center probably in three or four years coming out of high school and somebody that plays with a lot of other five-star players and is used to sharing the ball. And, you know, they're hoping to get McKinley Randolph, a 6'2 forward, Zach Randolph's daughter from California, they may go to the portal for some more size. So this is going to be a different team next year. But I still think they can make something out of this, but they're going to have to have A-game Matty Westbelt and A-game Sonia Citron because that front court 
you know, Nat Marshall and Kylie Watson are limited in what their ceiling is, right. I think. Irish will take on, uh, let's see, I believe Florida State yep. Sunday at noon on Live 99.9. Eric Hansen, Darren Pritchett with you. We'll recap some of the questions that Notre Dame fans asked Eric about Irish football coming up next on WSBT. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-1914. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-575-1914. That's 800-575-1914. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. Hey, Fred Grody here from Grody Automotive. The doctor told me I need to turn it down a notch so my heart doesn't explode. Now I need a way to get your attention besides screaming. That puts me in a real pickle. So here's what I decide to do. It's my nickel pickle sale. This week you can drive a car you love and put just five cents down. Yep, just a nickel and you can drive. Even if you've had some past credit problems. Even if you've been turned down before. You can drive for just five cents down. I'm in a pickle and you can drive for a nickel this week at Grody Automotive. Even if you've had credit problems in the past, if you have a job and a nickel, you can be approved and driving today. Plus we'll pay you up to $4,500 for any old trade. Rusted busted just clunked out come see me in my pickle suit today i'm fred grody and i'm on a mission to help you break free from your old ride see all my rides at grodynation.com that's grodynation.com credit and five cents down required bank approval negative equity may be refinanced example stock number 24719 215 per month at eight percent apr for 60 months offers do not combine when it's game day at mishawaka high school the cavemen are ready to play in under armor uniforms and warm-up gear from Game 1. Look good, play your best, cavemen, thanks to Game 1. Whether it's on the court or on the field, Game 1 is ready to help the maroon and white look their best at Mishawaka High School to get their game on. Fans, they are the brand behind our brand. Game 1, proud to be the new exclusive provider of Under Armour uniforms for the Mishawaka cavemen. School City of Mishawaka is full of history, tradition, and character. There are so many great things going on at our schools. Between academic achievements, athletic accomplishments, fine art successes, special staff recognitions, our Mishawaka Parent Group, the Mishawaka Education Foundation, Mishawaka High School Alumni Association, and the Mishawaka Network, it's hard for us to keep up with everything. Visit MishawakaSchools.com, follow us on Facebook at School City of Mishawaka, or find us on Twitter at SCM Schools to stay connected and up to date on all things great at School City of Mishawaka. Now, the latest forecast from the WSBT Weather Center. You can expect increasing clouds tonight with rain developing late as overnight lows drop to 40. A slight chance of lingering showers early tomorrow, then partly sunny and cooler with a high of 40 degrees. Partly sunny on our Sunday with a high of 38. And on Monday, cloudy with a 20% chance of showers and a high of 37. 37 for Tuesday with a mix of clouds and sun. I'm WSBT 22's Abby Wepler. 
4.38 at W, or excuse me, 4.30 Central Time, where I am, 5.38, back in South Bend. That's what I get for looking at my cell phone for the time. Sports Feed brought to you by Budweiser, the king of beers, locally distributed by United Beverage Company of South Bend. Sports fans, is Bud's for you. By Barnaby's of Mishawaka and Granger, now with three locations. Serving Michiana's most favorite pizza since 1978. Bethel University's adult and graduate studies. Visit BethelUniversity.edu slash solid ground for details. First State Bank lends strength to our communities by devoting ourselves to helping local businesses grow and prosper. The Food Bank of Northern Indiana. Hunger is a story we can end. Find out how at FeedIndiana.org. Midland Engineering Company beginning their second century of quality roofing experience. And the Mishawaka Education Foundation granting a better future. He's Eric Hansen, the publisher and editor at InsideIndieSports.com. Darren Pritchett with you from Madison, Wisconsin. Eric hosts a chat for Irish football fans every Wednesday at noon at InsideIndieSports.com. Let's recap some of the questions from this week. Eric Marie from Atlanta, which position groups have enough talent to win a national championship next year? Which groups do you think have the most work to do? I gave her a long preface that I'll skip for the radio and just get to the answer. Um, I would say cornerbacks and defensive line are the two that are the farthest ahead. And I think there's optimism about some of the other position groups, especially on defense. On offense, offensive line and wide receivers are the two position groups that need, I think, the most work, that have the most question marks. Ray wants to know, Eric, how would you rate Notre Dame's kicking and punting going into the spring? I had a chance to talk to the kicker, Mitch Jeter, today. He was 23 of 25 in his South Carolina career. He has about 75% of his kickoffs go for touchbacks. I'd say they got the best kicker or one of the best kickers in the country coming to Notre Dame. And then I think Bryce McPherson, who knows Mitch Jeter from their high school days in North Carolina and is going to be his holder, I think he's going to be outstanding this year once he gets the nuances. He was one of the better punters in the country, but not one of the better in net punting. I think we'll see a change there. The 30-year-old Eric Goins, does he fit into this plan at all, or is he more of a backup plan? I think he's more of a backup plan. Maybe he could win the kickoff job, but that would be very difficult for him to beat out Mitch Jeter in that area. Um, But Certainly, if something happened to Mitch Jeter, Eric Goins has game experience and was a pretty good kicker. But Mitch Jeter, 23 out of 92%, yeah. that's and, – and, the you know, the two misses for were beyond 50 yards. He's made three from beyond 50 yards. Okay, next up from our chat recap, James from Columbus says, Eric, glad you're on weekday sports. Be with Darren again. Well, that automatically gets you – on Sports Beat to get your question asked. It, it, it gets us through the offseason. He wants to know any word on Al Golan's extension and why he has not been on the recruiting trail as of late. He has not been on the recruit. I'll let him address the specifics. He had a surgical procedure, nothing about life threatening. This wasn't an emergency procedure, uh, just some cleanup that he needed to get done. And I will let him talk about that. But that Kept him off the road some with recruiting this year. Um, And then why haven't we heard about his extension? Because it hasn't happened. He hasn't (laughs) signed it yet. Um, But I would say each passing day, now again, that 
both coaching carols, carousels are spinning right now, both the college and the pro. And you always, you never want to say never to one of these 11th hour things, but I think Notre Dame feels good enough that we know basically when the spring practice is going to start. Right. And the fact that that's not deep into March is a sign that Al Golden is likely going to be there and then we can have the news of an extension being signed. When it happens. When it happens. Okay, Matt from Kansas City. What are we getting in R.J. Oban? Is he solid? Chance to be spectacular? What? I think he comes in. I mean, he's a different player than Javante Jean-Baptiste, but I think he has a lot of the same attributes and the same aspirations in that he's a guy that was more of a niche pass rusher. He played more than J.J.B. did at Ohio State when R.J. was at um, Duke, but JJB went from being a pass rush niche guy to being an all-round defensive end and one of Notre Dame's better players by the end of the year. And I think that's the hope and the goal of R.J. Oban, a guy with a lot of potential to, to be mm-hmm. a more well-rounded defensive end. We've got a second question from Matt. Who is the best receiving running back we have left as I get the suspicion that it might be more incorporated into the offense next season. I don't think there's. Hey, all right. <laughs> I guess my I was too slow at answering the question. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't think there's a bad one or an even average one on the roster of the six, but I would say the two that really jump out at you are. Jadarian Price and Jeremiah Love. Jadarian more from what we've seen of him and Jeremiah from what we know he has in his toolbox. And so I think we'll see each of them get a lot of uh, opportunities, as well as Jabron Payne and some of the others. But those two, I think, are the most dangerous. Jadarian in space, Jeremiah kind of getting behind a defense. Okay. We've got Rue from Austin, New York. Eric, I'm concerned about a home playoff game during school break and having our stadium not sell out and be maybe 50-50. Your thoughts. Let's establish this. In 2024, the first-round playoff games that would be on home sites of the 5, the 6, the 7, and the 8 seeds will be played on December 20th and 21st. One game on Friday the 20th, three, a triple header on Saturday the 21st. So that gives you a little perspective when this game that Rui is talking about might happen. Yeah, it's such a new thing. And a lot of your season ticket holders don't live in town. Um, you're not going to know the opponent till three weeks before the game. The students most likely will be in a hurry to get get home, although maybe they'll stick around for the game, but that'll be kind of at the end of finals week for them. And so there are a lot of, I could see it not being a sellout. And yet this being the first year, I think some of it depends on the opponent too, um, how attractive that opponent is. But yeah, I, I think that Notre Dame, I want to dig into this deeper if we look like we're on this trajectory during the season and really get Notre Dame's thoughts at that point. But I I do think it's something that they're going to have to put a lot of effort into to market that game as attractive as it sounds. It is December, and there are students going home. 
maybe a 30-second answer here. Andrew from D.C., Jordan Patello, in his opinion, had an underwhelming season. Did he have an injury? I never saw anything reported until after the season. Do you expect a big season from him? He played in every game. I, I don't never heard of an injury for him. I think the fact that he came back and he was invited back is a good sign of what they think Jordan Batello can do this year. But he's going to have a lot of competition. If he doesn't step up to the plate, someone like Bubakar Traore is going to rise to the top of the depth chart. But I do think Jordan will be improved and, and be more productive this year. All right, you can always check out Eric's chat live Wednesdays at noon at InsideIndieSports.com. The recap, all the questions, all the answers available right now at InsideIndieSports.com. Twitter question of the day coming up next. It is 547 at WSBT. With a new year here, Perkins Restaurant and Bakery is celebrating. Enjoy their year-round favorite, butterball turkey and dressing, and top it off with a slice of pie. Or if breakfast is your thing, try the big country skillet or the decadent cinnamon roll French toast platter. You'll love the freshness and flavors. Perkins Restaurant and Bakery, with locations in Elkhart and South Bend. For pickup, curbside, or delivery, visit PerkinsToGo.com. And remember to get some goodies to go from the bakery. Score great savings on your bathroom update during Menard's Super Sale. Check out our great selection of showerheads from Waterpick. They have innovative, sleek designs with PowerPulse Therapeutic Massage. Enjoy a better shower experience today with Waterpick. Right now, pick up a matte black dual dock seven spray setting showerhead for $49.99. Check out this and other great deals going on now during Menard's Super Sale. Prices good through February 11th. Save big money at Wakarusa Ag, your full-service equipment dealer with expertise in agricultural, construction, and residential equipment, is excited to announce their new location. A new updated facility, bigger and better, now carrying grasshopper and steel, along with Bad Boy Lawnmowers and Echo products for your lawn and garden needs. And for your Agnes, they now carry J&M along with Deutzfar and TYM. Wakarusa Ag has the largest selection of TRM feed mixers in the tri-state area. Wakarusa Ag and Wakarusa Rental Services in their new location on Nelson's Parkway and State Road 19 in Wakarusa or online at wakarusaag.com. Hey, Fred Grody here from Grody Automotive. The doctor told me I need to turn it down a notch so my heart doesn't explode. Now I need a way to get your attention besides screaming. That puts me in a real pickle. So here's what I decide to do. It's my nickel pickle sale. This week you can drive a car you love and put just five cents down. Yep, just a nickel and you can drive. Even if you've had some past credit problems. Even if you've been turned down before. You can drive for just five cents down. I'm in a pickle and you can drive for a nickel this week at Grody Automotive. Even if you've had credit problems in the past, if you have a job and a nickel, you can be approved and drive it today. Plus we'll pay you up to $4,500 for any old trade. Rusted busted just clunked out come see me in my pickle suit today i'm fred grody and i'm on a mission to help you break free from your old ride see all my rides at grodynation.com that's grodynation.com credit and five cents down required bank approval negative equity may be refinanced example stock number 24719 215 per month at eight percent apr for 60 months offers do not combine this is the budweiser's weekday sports beat twitter question of the day from sports radio 960 WSBT. Eric Hansen, publisher and editor at InsideIndieSports.com. Back on our WSBT studios, Darren Pritchett at the Cole Center in Madison, Wisconsin. Irish hockey at Wisconsin coming up later tonight on Z94.3 FM. Let's get to our sports beat, Inside Indie Sports Twitter question of the day from Wednesday. Again, we did not have a show last night. 
Wednesday's question was this. The Kansas City Chiefs are a two-point underdog against the San Francisco 49ers in Super Bowl 58. But some believe the wrong team is truly the underdog. So I asked you this question. Who do you believe is the underdog in Super Bowl 58? Is it the team that is the Las Vegas underdog, Kansas City? Or is it some of the public that believes it is the San Francisco 49ers? And Eric, you had a war and peace response to this on Wednesday, but at the end of the day, you said it's the Chiefs. Right. I, I'm picking the Chiefs to win, so um, I am going to stick with that, and I'm not going to twist myself into pretzel. <laughs> okay, very good. Well, we have the results to pass along to you of our question. 63% who voted on my Twitter X account at 960Sportsbeat. 63% believe the true underdog is the San Francisco 49ers. 37% went with the Kansas City Chiefs. I think it has a lot to do with Patrick Mahomes against Brock Purdy at the quarterback position. One of the greatest of all time against the guy who was Mr. Irrelevant a couple of years ago, who played against the Irish in a bowl game way back when at Iowa State. I'm okay. Trying to remember, was that the Camping World Bowl? It was the Camping World Bowl. About that. In Chile, Florida that year. And at that time, the Iowa State coach, I was told, was going to be the next Notre Dame coach someday. I, that did not happen in his. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think his ship has sailed. Maybe, Maybe he's he could be the offensive coordinator at Ohio State when Chip Kelly's done with it. Or the head coach at UCLA. There you go. Maybe that's the answer. We thank you for voting. Here is today's question. What will be the correct parlay for Super Bowl 58 between the Chiefs and 49ers Sunday at 6.30 right here on WSBT Radio? Here are your four choices. 49ers minus two, total points over 47.5. You can go 49ers minus two, under 47.5. You've got the Chiefs plus two, over 47.5. Chiefs plus two, under 47.5. So, Eric, if I gave you a couple of coins you're going to put some money down on a parlay. Which direction are you going? Well, when I answered this online, I hit the wrong button. So um, <laughs> what I meant to do was Chiefs plus two over 47 and a half total points. I'm glad you said that because at least one of us is going to be right on the first part because I've got 49ers minus two and under 47 and a half points. So my heart tells me. 49ers, my brain says Chiefs. I think it's going to be a tight game, Eric. I think it's going to be a field goal game. I'm just hoping the 49ers win, and that was ultimately that put me over the top because I kind of feel like the Chiefs are going to win, but I'm going to try to put my support behind the 49ers. So we'll let you guys vote on it, and we'll find out, of course, Sunday night, which is the correct parlay. We will pass along the results of this question. On Budweiser's weekday sports beat Monday at 5 o'clock. All right, let's transition into all the great things happening at InsideIndieSports.com. Eric, offer a little sample what Irish fans will find when they go to that website. Well, if you still want to read about last night's Louisville-Notre Dame women's basketball game, it's still there. Uh, but we have lots of videos up of some of the defensive newcomers, R.J. Oben, Kahanu Kia, who's coming back from a Mormon mission, Jordan Clark. We'll have lots of interviews. I'll have a feature on Mitch Jeter. Uh, 
Uh, we'll have Kate Kingston, Viliamu Asa over the weekend and some of the other uh, defensive newcomers. And so it's it's been great to get to talk to all the early enrollees, whether they be grad tra- or transfers or freshmen. All right, very good. That's inside IndieSports.com. Eric might be coming this way in 2026. That's when the Irish come to Lambeau Field to take on the Wisconsin Badgers in, I guess, a redo of a game that was scrapped due to COVID. So the Irish and the Badgers will get together in 2026. The Irish won the matchup at Soldier Field in Chicago a couple of years ago. And very strange, right between Madison and Beloit last night, the first ever tornado that touched down in the state of Wisconsin in the history of February. It was just to our south, so kind of a awful day for southern Wisconsin. Hopefully everybody is okay, but we had thunderstorms here in Madison last night as I was in my hotel room. Not something you see every day in February. But, Eric, enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds great. That's Eric Hansen. Check him out. At InsideIndieSports.com, I'm Darren Pritchett at the Cole Center in Madison, Wisconsin. Notre Dame football week in review, Notre Dame hockey preview, sports wagering segment all coming up in the 6 o'clock hour, 5.56 at WSBT South Bend. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 